Life Christian Centre is a church located in the city of Adelaide. It is made up of people from different backgrounds and walks of life who have been transformed through a relationship with Jesus Christ. For more information, visit us online at www.life-church.com.au If you have your Bibles, please turn with me to Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10, reading from verse 35. The Bible says this, So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you've done the will of God, you will receive what He has promised. For in just a little while, He who is coming will come and will not delay. I don't know about you, but that kind of a scripture keeps coming up. In just a little while, He who is coming will come. Kind of feels like that. And, but my righteous one will live by faith. And I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back, but we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. Let's pray. Father, as we go to this word, I just pray that by the Holy Spirit, you would speak a word into our hearts, that this word would become a revelation to each and every one of us. Father, uh, just forgive me of my sins, Lord God. Lord, let there be nothing in me that hinders the delivery of this word. Speak to us, Father, by your Spirit. Let there be a sense of faith in all of our hearts to receive from you today. Bind every spirit of fear and intimidation. Let there be freedom, Father God, to speak and to hear your word. And this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I want to speak today on the subject, spiritual endurance. I want to, I want to speak on the subject of spiritual endurance. And in particular, I want to speak to those who feel like giving up today. You feel like quitting, you're exhausted, you're tired, you're tired of fighting. You don't see any hope in, in, in your situation and, and, and you feel like throwing in the towel. You, you're just kind of at the end in your life. All of us go through seasons in our life where we, we just feel overwhelmed by whatever it is that we're going and, and these thoughts start kind of creeping in uh, that to kind of say, you know, just give up, it's too hard, uh, just, just find another way. David said in Psalm 143, Hear my prayer, O Lord. Listen to my plea. Answer me because you are faithful and righteous. My enemy has chased me. He has knocked me to the ground and forces me to live in darkness like those in the grave. I am losing all hope. I am paralyzed with fear. Come quickly, Lord, and answer me for my depression deepens. Don't turn away from me or I will die. Let me hear of your unfailing love each morning, for I am trusting in you. Show me where to walk, for I give myself to you. It's the psalmist who's reflecting on a situation that he's going through, and I just love the honesty of this, the honesty of the psalm. He's not covering it up. He's, he's explaining exactly what he's feeling, and some of us may be able to resonate with what the psalmist is saying here, and maybe there are some of you here today, and you feel like quitting. Uh, maybe it's an area of your life you've been praying uh, and, and praying that God would kind of move something, intervene, that something would shift inside of you and, and there's been little change, done everything you can, but it just feels like it's still the same. Or maybe it's in your marriage, you've tried and tried and it's not working, you just don't see any hope. Maybe, maybe it's your children, you, maybe, maybe you have a prodigal at home and, and you've prayed, you can't, you can't see any way that, that, that they're going to change, that they're going to come back to the Lord, or maybe it's an addiction. 
you've tried everything. It doesn't seem to be moving. You've fought and asked God to forgive you and, 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 and gone around that mountain again and again, but it, but it doesn't seem to, to be working. And, and this, this, this message this morning is for someone who's prayed and believed and tried and, and you feel like you've got nothing left inside of you. And if that's you today, I, I pray that this word would speak to all of us here today. Because I know that, you know, certainly what's been happening over the last 18 months and, and it kind of feels like it's draining energy out of us. And it's not just physical energy, it's also emotional energy and then spiritual energy as well. The writer to the Hebrews says, so do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to just persevere so that when you've done the will of God, you're going you're gonna to receive what he has promised. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. And But my righteous one will live by faith. And I take no pleasure in the one who, who shrinks back. But, but we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. We, we belong to those who, 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 are, who are moving forward by the grace of God and for the glory of God. So what do you do when you feel like giving up? What, what do you do when you feel like throwing in the towel? I want to look at uh, some principles that come out of a familiar passage of Scripture uh, this morning. It's the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And, and I pray that, the, that, that God, by the Holy Spirit, would speak to all of us, that this word would become a revelation in our hearts that would, would somehow impact our day-to-day -day lives, even what we're going through right at the moment. The story of these three men is found in Daniel chapter 3. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. There are great names there for your kids. If you're wondering, you know, what shall I, what shall I, what can I name? Something different, you know, just grab one of those because that will really help you. Uh, these were Jewish men that were living as exiles in Babylon. And at one point, King Nebuchadnezzar makes a golden statue and he orders everyone to bow down to the statue. And, 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 and uh, at a certain time of the day, some music could start playing. And when they hear the music play, they were to bow down to this particular statue. And whoever did not would be thrown into the blazing fire, into the furnace that was there. So this was a bit of an issue for these three guys because they loved God. They were God-fearing men. Uh, they worshipped God. They didn't want to dishonor God. And so they made a decision. They purposed in their hearts that they would not bow down to this golden image. And so King finds out about it and he, was, he wasn't happy. He was quite angry actually. And he says to them, he calls them in and he says, listen, you, 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 you will bow down to this, this image. And if you don't bow down to this golden image, then I'm, I'm going to throw you into the furnace. And he threatens them again. And they said to him, and I just love this passage of Scripture. You know, there are some passages in Scripture which just kind of speak into our, into our lives that are kind of pivotal, and here's one of them. They, they, they said to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, dear King Nebuchadnezzar, we don't need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we're thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if, come on, even if, everybody say, even if. even if, even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold that you have set up. There's a couple of thoughts I want to pull out of this story that I, that I pray will speak to all of us. The first principle the story speaks to us about is the power of endurance. 
It's the power of endurance. If we're going to push through those tough seasons in life, one of, one of the things that we're going to need is endurance. No, no, notice how Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego responded to the king's threats. They said, you know, God can save us. He, he can deliver us from this. But even if he doesn't, we want you to know that we're, we're not going to bow down to your image. They could so easily have taken the easy road and turned their back on God. They could have so easily given in to the king's threats. Uh, just too hard, you know. Uh, you know, what, what's, what's the big deal? We'll just do it. We won't, we, won't, we won't mean it. We'll just do it so that we can tick this box and forget about God. Not, no, instead they said, God can save us, but even if He doesn't, we're not going to bow down to your, to your golden image. If there's something that we need in our arsenal, in our, in our spiritual arsenal, we need an even if. We, we, we need that even if principle, that, that, that spirit of even if inside of our hearts to help us through the circumstances that we face in life. If there's a quality we need in life, it's perseverance and endurance. Endurance is one of, I believe, one of the most important qualities that we can develop in our lives. Endurance is defined as, as the ability to endure an unpleasant or difficult process or situation without giving way. Angela Duckworth did some research at Harvard University and she and her team were asked the question, why, why do successful people succeed while others not? And they researched three categories of people. They researched a military academy, uh, some of the leaders in that academy, some challenging schools, teachers in challenging schools and, and some of those spelling bee kids. You know, those, you know, have you ever watched those spelling bee kids? You know, those ones, they, they're like this tall, you know, and they're asked to, to, to spell a word that, you know, has got like 50 letters in it and they stand there and they go, blah, 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 blah. I don't like those kids. Anybody with me? I just don't like, I just don't like them. I mean, what the, how, you know, what is that? Uh, so they wanted to find out why some of these guys succeeded while others did not. Why is it that some people were equally talented, equally intelligent, bailed while others persisted and pushed through? And what they found that it wasn't so much about how smart they were, it wasn't their IQ, it was about their AQ, their adversity quotient. Those who succeeded did so because they had developed this quality of endurance. They pushed through those, those quitting points. They pushed through those. They didn't give up when they were tempted to do so. Endurance comes from a family of words like tenacity, determination, persistence. I love these words. Resolve, grit. It says nothing's going to move me. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego could easily have bailed, but, but they had this, this, this quality of endurance and perseverance and, and, and they, they could so easily have given in. Instead, they said, no, we're going to serve the Lord no matter what. N nothing, nothing is going to move us. Nothing is going to move us. We're going to serve the Lord. There's a quality that we need in our lives. It's AQ. We need to be high on the adversity quotient. We need perseverance. We need endurance. Endurance is what makes for great marriages. 
when things get tough, when it feels too hard, when, when there doesn't seem to be any hope, the easiest thing to do is quit. But what, what differentiates the successful marriages from those that are less successful is, is, is successful marriage. Push through those quitting points. They say, we're going to make a way. We, 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 we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna find a way through this. It's true of marriage. It's true of study. The only reason why someone stands on a podium to receive the parchment, uh, you know, is, is endurance. It's people that have resisted the temptation to, to watch TV instead of, instead of study, you know. It's to, to resisted the temptation to play computer games and, and to give in when it's too hard. And then they might have failed an assignment or a subject and everything inside of you saying, just enjoy life. What are you doing? What are you doing all of this? What difference is it really going to make in your life anyway? But they don't give up. They push through. And because of that, because of that, you know, they standing one day, you know, this happened to me. I studied for, well, it was 11, nine years all up, you know, nine, nine years of study and, and, you know, pushed through, failed a couple of assignments, you know, over, it's one assignment after another, one subject over, over another. And finally, I got to the end there and there I was waiting in line for my name to be called as I just, you know, my hat and the whole bit and the whole, oh, I looked amazing. I was sitting on the stage at Adelaide Uni. And there I was, this is my glory moment. This is why I've been waiting nine years for this. I've been waiting for this, nine years. And the guy goes, I mean, Joe, it's just three letters. And the guy goes, Joey Leone. <laughs> Seriously, how, how, how hard is it to say that three letters, Joe, J-O-E, how hard is that? What, what am I, kangaroo, you know, Joey Leone. <laughs> Talk about being deflated really, really quickly. Yes, and here he gets to get his masters. And it's true of study. It's true of sport. Think about those Olympians. Why is it that some people win gold while others don't? I tell you what it is. It's perseverance and endurance. I think about those swimmers. They get up early, morning after morning, year after year, swimming, swimming. In the words of the great philosopher Dory to Nemo. You know what you need to do when, the, when, when life gets you down? You just keep swimming, just keep swimming, 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 swimming. And one day they find themselves standing on that podium receiving that gold medal. It's the quality of endurance. I just wonder how do they do it? Four o'clock in the morning, man, I'm sleeping, baby. I'm not going to get up to go swimming, swimming, swimming. It's the quality of endurance. Why is endurance so important? Because it helps us to achieve things, experience things, accomplish things that we would never accomplish without it. But what's even more powerful than, than endurance in sport or study or marriage, it's, it's spiritual endurance. Spiritual endurance is needed when, you, when, when life makes no sense, when we go through things that are perplexing, we wonder, where is God? What is, what is God doing in this particular situation where the easiest thing to do is to turn our back on God? The writer to the Hebrews, he says, so listen, listen, if that's how you're feeling, he says, listen, do not throw away your confidence. It's going to be rewarded. You just need to persevere. You just need to hang in there. Just, just go around the mountain one more time. Come on, don't give up. Because you're going to receive what he promised. All throughout the Bible, we see examples of this and people that persisted despite what they were going through. Job, of course, is one of the, one of the great examples of this in the Old Testament. And you, you get a sense of his spiritual tenacity when he says, though he slay me, yet will I hope in him. 
It didn't matter what he was going through. It didn't matter. What, what, what was happening is, though he slay me, I'm just going to hope in him. Nothing was going to move him. Made a choice to hope in God. In the New Testament, the greatest example of endurance is the Apostle Paul. Paul said to the Corinthians, we're hard pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. None of that moved him, no matter what he went through. He just got up one more time. Every time he was pushed down, every time he was beaten, he just got up one more time. Put his faith in God. When we reach the point in our spiritual development where we can say, no situation, nothing that is thrown at me, no trial, no perplexity will cause me to defect from God, then you know that you've got something very powerful in your life. The first principle to come out of this basic, simple story of Shadrach, Meshach, Meshach and Abednego is the, is the principle of endurance, the power of endurance. If there's something that we need in life to help us when we feel like quitting, it's that spirit of endurance. Spirit of endurance. Second principle the story speaks to us about is, this, is, the, is the power of faith. It's the power of faith. If we're going to push through those tough seasons, we need endurance, but we also need faith. Notice, notice what they said to the king. They said, King Nebuchadnezzar, we, we don't need to defend ourselves. If you, if you throw us into the blazing fire, we know that the God that we serve is able to deliver us. And he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. Now notice the sense of faith in these guys. No, no, notice, notice how strong their faith is. They, they said, you know, the, the God that we serve, he's, he's able to help us in this situation. If there's something that we need to push through those challenging seasons, it's faith. And it's, it's not any kind of faith, it's a faith in God. Faith in God, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says, Now faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what we cannot see. In other words, I can't see it right now in my life. I can't see a way through this situation. I can't see how I'm going to get to the other side. I can't see a way through this, but my faith is in God. Just something very powerful about this. It's endurance we need and it's faith that we need. It's that quiet assurance in our spirit that God is going to make a way. Look at our text in Hebrews. But my righteous ones will live by faith. We're, we're a people of faith. A people of faith are a people that, that even though they can't see, they, they put their trust and faith in God. We're not the, we don't belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. We're a people of faith. We believe that if God has done it before, He can do it again. We believe that if God made a way through the Red Sea for the people of Israel and there didn't look like there was a way through that, if God can make a way for them, He can make a way for us. It doesn't matter how difficult it seems, He, he can make a way for us. Some of us are facing some giants and it looks like those giants are big enough, bigger than us and stronger than us. The giants are screaming at us like Goliath. I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. And, I, and, and I'm, and I'm going to bring you down. And that's something that we need is faith. <laughs> because if God can defeat a Goliath, then God can defeat the Goliaths in our own lives. Whatever that looks like. 
Now, none, none of us are fighting some giant necessarily, but there are some giants that some of us are fighting. Can I hear an amen? Micah says this, do not gloat over me, my enemy. Though I have fallen, I, I will rise. Though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. It's, it's not right now, but he will be. It's going to see me through. Bible speaks of Abraham to whom God had given a promise that one day he would have a son, but there was no son. Year after year was passing. He was getting old. Sarah was getting old. There was no way in the natural they were going to have children. But what Abraham had was a promise. And it wasn't just one promise. It wasn't. It was a promise that God gave Abraham again and again and again. He had a promise that he would one day be the father of a great nation. And Abraham could easily have turned his back on God. But I love what Romans chapter 4 says. It says, against all hope. Against all hope. In other words, there was no hope in the natural. Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations. Just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about 100 years old and, and that Sarah's womb was also dead, yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had the power to do what he had promised. Listen, if we're going to get through the tough times in our life, if there's one thing that we need is endurance, but if there's something else that we need is faith, we need a spirit of faith to help us through, to help us to see what we cannot see in the natural. It's, it's the faith that we need to push through. It's a belief that God is going to see us through by His grace and for His glory. One of the things I pray for every single day is I pray, Lord, increase my faith. Come on, can I hear an amen? It's increase my faith, Lord God. Lord, because so often, I don't know about you, but, but, but I, I live by what we see. You know, we, I live by what I can see, what I can understand with my mind. And, and so often what we hear in the natural, see in the natural, understand in the natural gets us into a lot of trouble. Because we live in a natural world and we live in a, in a spiritual world. And, 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 and one of the things that faith helps us to do is, is, is get out of the natural world and step into the spiritual world. But God does some of his greatest work. And I love this about Abraham. Without weakening in his faith, he believed. He believed that God could see him through because he had promised to do so. Some of you might think, Pastor Joe, that sounds to me like, a lot like positive thinking. It's a great motivational talk, Pastor Joe. I think Tony Robbins would be really impressed with you. He would like this. Our faith is not based on a feeling, a theory, a religion, a philosophy. Our faith is based on the person of Jesus Christ. Can I hear an amen? We, we, we haven't believed in a philosophy. We haven't believed in a religion. We put our faith in the person of Jesus Christ. Hebrews says this. It says, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him, listen to the word, endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Where, where, where do we get the faith to keep on going? Where, where, where do we get the motivation to keep on going? Where, where, where do you get the strength to keep on going when it just feels like it's just, Pastor Joe, I just can't get through anymore. I don't have the strength to get through this anymore. Where do you get the faith to do that? We look to Jesus. 
fix our eyes on Jesus. You know, the Bible tells us that Jesus went about doing good. He was perfect in every way. What did they do, with, what, what did they do to Jesus? They crucified him. They beat him and, and, and they spit in his face. They nailed him to a cross and he hung there to die. And Jesus could, could easily have, have, uh, have uh, defended himself. He could so easily have thrown in the towel. And you, you understand how, how, how difficult this was for Jesus when he, there he was on the cross and he cries out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus could easily have turned his back on God. Instead, the Bible says he endured the cross. And three days later, he rose from the dead. And because Jesus rose from the dead, we believe that the things that seem dead in our lives, the impossible situations, the things that seem to have no hope can come back to life again in the name of Jesus. Our, our faith is not in a philosophy. Our, our faith is not in a, in a religion. Our, our, our faith is not in a positive thinking. Our faith is in our risen Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Can I hear an amen? What gives us hope? What, what, what helps us to push through? What, 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 what helps us to have endurance and faith? It's the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the risen Savior. It's the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's what differentiates Christianity from every single other religion in the world. It's what, it's, it's what, it's what makes... Christianity unique. It's the, it's the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Our whole faith hinges around this one fact that Jesus died and three days later he rose from the dead. I was listening just this week about Lee Strobel, who was um, he was a, um, a journalist for the uh, Chicago Tribune the newspaper. And one day he he decided that he would uh, he would disprove the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He figured, he understood enough. He was also a lawyer and, and he understood enough about faith to understand if I can disprove the resurrection of Jesus Christ, then Christianity is null and void. Because the whole of Christianity hinges on this one thing. What differentiates Christianity from every other philosophy, every other religion is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And he thought to himself, if I can just disprove this, then Christianity is no different to any other religion. And so with all of his journalistic abilities and all of his legal mind and brain, he, he gave himself to just look at the evidence and study the evidence, which is a really bad thing to do. <laughs> You know, it's better to believe popular culture. It's better to believe the media. It's better to believe what everybody, whatever you do, don't look at the evidence because it's going to convict you. It's going to change you. And so he starts to dig in. He starts to study the evidence. And the more he studied the evidence, it began to convict him. The more he studied the evidence, the more he said, you know what, I just all the evidence seems to be pointing to the reality that Jesus rose from the dead. And so at some point in that, in that, in that whole journey, at some point in that journey, he, he could no longer just sit there, back there passively and the, and, and story tells us that he, that he gives his life to Jesus Christ and now he's written an incredible book called The Case for Christ and I believe there's a film out there uh, for there where he talks about that evidence and similar testimony to Josh McDowell. Josh McDowell did the same kind of thing. 
try to disprove the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Poor guy's a Christian now. What can he do? You know, I mean, just, it just happens, you know. Some of us are facing some tough situations right now. Let me just give a little caution here. Some of us are in some situations where you're feeling like quitting and, and there are some situations where we need to quit. If it's a dangerous situation, abusive environment, whatever, those kind of situations, we do need to quit. I'm not speaking about those today. Speaking about those situations where, 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 we, where, where God has called us to push through. What do we learn from Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego? We learn about the power of endurance. We learn about the power of faith. And we learn that if Jesus rose from the dead, that if, that if Jesus rose from the dead, then we too can push through those situations that we've been through. Those dead things in our lives can also come back to life. And maybe there's someone here today who can have played in quitting. Maybe you're tired, maybe you've had enough. I, I, I pray that we would be encouraged to endure by the grace of God for the glory of God. That you would find grace and strength to hang in there one more time. So do not throw away your confidence. It's a word for someone today. It will be richly rewarded. Just persevere that when you've done the will of God, you will receive what He has promised. My righteous ones will live by faith. And I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. And I, we don't belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. Faith and endurance. Faith and endurance. Two of the great qualities that we need in life. What's interesting is that when someone gets baptized, we ask about these two exact questions, these two exact qualities. We want, we want people to make two declarations. We ask people to make, make two, two faith declarations. The first one is, do you believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sin? It's a, it's a faith declaration. It's saying to everyone, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. And the second question is, are you willing to serve Him all the days of your life? That's a declaration of endurance. Saying today, I'm going to serve the Lord all the days of my life. Two of the great qualities we all need in life. And I pray that we would be encouraged to develop these two qualities in our lives. Would you stand with me?